Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of Leverage 2 Market Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke, and welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. I'm here today with Ann Latham. Ann is the founder of the Boston-area consulting firm Uncommon Clarity. Her clients represent more than 40 industries, and they range from for-profit organizations such as Boeing, Medtronic, and Hitachi, to nonprofit organizations as diverse as Public Television and Smith College. Ann is considered an expert in strategic clarity and the productivity, performance, and commitment that follows. She's also the author of the Clarity Papers, The Executive's Guide to Clear Thinking and Better, Faster Results, plus three other books. She's been interviewed and written about in 85 different media sources, including the New York Times, Bloomberg Business Week, Forbes, MSNBC, MasterCard, etc. And she is an expert blogger for Forbes.com. So welcome, Anne. Hi, Linda. Thank you. How are you? Good. So let's get right to the chase here. You call your company Uncommon Clarity. How did you yes. get to that? What was the clarity that allowed you to name your company? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great story. I was um, When I was working in my corporate job, before I quit, I, I wanted to become an independent consultant. But before I did that, I, I asked a whole bunch of people I worked with, people around me, above me, people I worked for, everyone I could think of, you know, what is it that I do exceedingly well that's most uncommon? And I got great responses. I got a lot of people giving me different answers. But when I boiled them all down together, it came out to uncommon clarity. And it was, uh, you know, it was everything from being able to take in large quantities of information and cut to the chase to, to just bringing focus to important things and, and moving things forward quickly. So I, of course, checked the URL, and it was available. So it, it was a deal. Well, that's great. Okay. So tell me, what do you mean by clarity? It should be clear, but it's not, because I think we have different ideas about what clarity might be. So how are you defining clarity? That's, that's a great question, because the word clarity itself is incredibly unclear. And no <laughs> one knows go. what that means. No one really understands. If, if you think about it, if you think of a continuum with you know, uncommon clarity on one end, it's super clarity, and on the other end, what I call is disclarity, you've got this really wide spectrum. And when people say, well, you know, I could be a little clearer, they don't have any clue where they are floating around in the middle of that spectrum or, you know, what the reality is around them in terms of how clear things are. So the, so the, when you me, say what, disclarity, what do you mean by disclarity? Disclarity is the absence of clarity, the absolute lack of clarity. And people talk about a lack of clarity, and it sounds like a little something is missing. Mm -hmm. And what I'm maintaining is that a lot of times there's a lot of clarity missing. So I would rather use another word, and that's why I coined the term disclarity. Disclarity. But give us an example. What's a great example of disclarity? Oh, man, there are just tons of them. I mean, just think about sitting in a meeting that, where no one knows exactly why they're there, what they're trying to accomplish, and uh, they walk out at the end and aren't sure anything was done. I mean, that's a perfect example of disclarity. Or take a situation where you're trying to make a decision and you go round and round, you make the same decision over and over again, you revisit the decision. There are countless examples of decisions that are incredibly unclear. And the, the truth is we are not wired to be clear. Disclarity is our natural state. If you think about it, 
our natural state is to open our mouths and be helpful. <laughs> right, <laughs> which, right. Which means you can run in ten different directions, a hundred different directions. <laughs> you can uh, anything you say, I can react to in countless ways because I'm trying to help, I'm trying to solve your problem, I'm trying to ask questions, and if you're in a group, they will all run in additional directions as well. So we're wired to open our mouths and talk, not to, to zero in and make things super specific. So clarity in my book is about knowing exactly what you're trying to accomplish, why, how, and with whom. And it's pretty well, simple. It's pretty simple, but it's hard to do. It's very hard to do, especially when you're wired to be very unclear. Right. How does that impact marketing? In terms of clarity, can you be too focused? Do we? Because it seems to me sometimes we want to be clear, but we want to be a little bit broader than that. So talk about how clarity works in marketing. All right. So if you think about, and this, this might take a second here, when you think about the organization, where is the greatest clarity? It's on the production floor. Right. It's, it's where people are moving physical objects around, and the organization has spent a good deal of time trying to determine what's the best way to move these parts and products through the building and get them out the door. And if, you know, if you're not building parts and products, well, then you're moving paperwork, you're processing orders, you're, you're moving something through your production line. And so that's the area that's the clearest. It's also the area that's the most efficient because everyone's been working on streamlining that for decades. Does that make sense? Right. So you've got this, this super clarity or the best clarity in the organization along the production line. The other area in which we have clarity in most organizations, not all of them and to varying degrees, is what I call organizational clarity, which is your top-down, what's your strategy, what are your goals, usually you know, those are defined in terms of annual goals, what are your job descriptions, and these things are all defined in you know, policies and procedures and all that kind of thing. So you have this top-down organizational clarity and you've got this production line clarity and those that's about it. In between, you have a multitude of people, especially knowledge workers, especially office people, especially marketing type people who don't have firm fixed processes. They don't they aren't they're not nearly as clear about what they're trying to accomplish and with whom and how. They might understand their overall annual goals, but on a daily basis, you know, like what do I have to get done in the next hour? What's going to be different by the end of this day? And that's where a lot of the disclarity comes in, and people need to be able to recognize when they don't have enough clarity and create that clarity on the fly. So do you find that, that people um, react kind of, how do they, when you try to give them clarity, do they like it? Or you said a natural state is to not be clear. So is there sort of this a pushback? It's like, oh, I don't know if I, if I want you to, to kind of nail me down to that specific? No, actually, I mean, just because their natural state is unclear doesn't mean they don't appreciate it when things get clear. <laughs> because ah, okay. when you think about it, think about when you are absolutely your most productive, when right. you are energized. And when you are most successful, that's when you know exactly, oh, I need to get this done by the end of the hour, and this is how I can get there, and this is who I need to talk to, and you know, and you know why you're doing it. That's when you're most productive, isn't it? Absolutely, yep. yeah. 
So it, it, people like that because it gives them all of a sudden they have this sense of direction, this confidence, this energy, because they can get something done. People like to get stuff done. <laughs> right, right. Obvious. And, and you know, and I think from a marketing perspective, I think it's much easier once we know exactly what the message is, who we're talking to, what we're trying to accomplish. Too often we go out and we try to execute without knowing all that. So I think right. it's, when you have that clarity, it, it's, it, all of a sudden the path becomes much simpler and much more direct. That's right. So, yeah, you, if, if you don't have that clarity around who's your audience and what's your message, then you all go around in circles arguing about different things you can do, different ways to approach it, and you're not even driving towards the same destination. Right. So a, that's a perfect example of the kind of wandering and the, the, you know, the slow path to get, it's like I always say, that um, without clarity, you go around the block to get next door. Right, right. And that's and around the, the circles time. a few times, yep. Yeah. So if this... give you, well, let me give you another example of when people appreciate clarity, how I know they like it. So I'm, I'm sitting in an executive team meeting, and I'm listening. It's not my turn to talk. I'm just supposed to sit there and shut up, right? And I can't stand it after five minutes, and I stop them and say, look, do you realize you're talking about five different decisions and two different plans? And they just looked at me with dagger eyes. It's like, how dare you? <laughs> you know, they were, because they were, they were focused. They were smart. They were working hard. They were all, you know, well-behaved. Everyone was make, thought they were making great progress. And so they, they couldn't believe it that I interrupted them. But when I then enumerated the five different decisions and the two different plans that they were talking about simultaneously, suddenly the light bulbs go on. And they go, whoa, okay, you're right. And then suddenly they can they can make all five of those decisions in the right order in about 10 minutes, move on to the next thing. So a meeting that would have gone on for a full hour and probably had to be rescheduled was over in 20 minutes. Got it. So you, once you get that level of clarity and you go, oh, that's what we need to do, everyone's excited to march forward, move ahead, and get it done. So this is so important and it makes people more productive, more energized. Why is it so uncommon? Oh, it's because they, the main thing is because they don't see the lack of clarity. They're not, you're uh. so used to this way of dealing with things. For instance, if you think about a lot of the way people talk in business and talk about their jobs, they spend a lot of time reviewing and reporting and discussing and updating, right? Those mm -hmm. pretty familiar words? Yep. Yeah, and those are what I call treadmill verbs because yep. there's no destination. There's no way to know when you're done. You can report forever. You yep. can review forever. You can discuss forever. However, if you, if you say, forget, I'm not going to use that language at all, and start talking in terms of destination verbs, then you have to wor use words like decide, list, plan, yep. authorize, confirm. And there's, really, there's only like six of them that constitute actual progress. Everything else is more treadmill style talk and talk and talk. Treadmill style, I love that because you keep going and going, but you never get anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you use a lot of energy for another when you're on the minutes. treadmill. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. let me say some more. <laughs> right, exactly. So if, if we increase clarity in organizations, what kind of benefits are we going to get? Well, the first benefit, I think the, the, one of the most obvious ones is productivity. Yep. 
you know, instead of wandering around, instead of making decisions over and over, instead of sitting in worthless meetings, you know, you can dramatically increase your productivity. Second to that is performance. You can make better decisions. If, you, if you're clear about what decision you're making and get everyone on the same page and you have a process for making a decision, you'll make better decisions. One, uh, one really sense. good this decision example is that, you know, imagine you walk into a room and you tell a bunch of people, gee, I'm thinking of buying a car. How do they respond? What are some of the well, things people say? Well, what kind of car are you interested in or, you know, Gee, that's nice, but that you, it doesn't give you much. Um, you, are you looking for input on the car? I mean, that, that's kind of a broad statement. Yeah. Yeah, but people do it all the time. They say, "Gee, I'm thinking of buying a car." No, it doesn't mean they've decided even to buy a car. Right. You don't know that, but someone will jump in and say, "Oh, gee, you should get a Tesla." Right. Well, here's this person who hasn't necessarily even decided to buy a car, and he's getting advice on buying a Tesla. And yeah, but that's. That's a perfect example of this kind of, you know, wandering in. So yep. anyway, you, you you will make a better decision if you are if you agree on what decision you're making first. You know, are you going to buy a car or not? Are you deciding what kind of car? Um, and then you will make you'll get everyone on the same page. You focus all that brain power. You break it down into logical steps instead of conflating the four steps of decision making into one, and you'll get better results. That makes sense. So the, the third huge benefit, uh, you can go by a bunch of names. You can say, well, we can improve employee engagement. I like to use the word commitment. Mm-hmm. But it's about, it's about freeing people up to be able to contribute their best. Because at any given moment, if, especially if you're working in a group, if you are clear about what the other person is going after and you know what step we're on, then you know when to open your mouth and contribute and how to contribute. And when people sense. are able to contribute effectively, it really amps up their energy and their determination and their motivation and, and all those and their commitment, all those things that, that help, uh, you know, create employees who will knock down walls to get things done. That makes sense. So we've been talking here with Ann Latham, who is the founder of the consulting firm Uncommon Clarity and also the author of the Clarity Papers, The Executive's Guide to Clear Thinking and Better, Faster Results. And if people wanted to get clarity on, uh, on working with you or finding out more about you, where would they go? Well, there's two places I recommend. One is my website, uncommonclarity.com, and the other is my brand-new book that came out in January, The Clarity Papers. And I recommend you check them both out. And The Clarity Papers is available on Amazon and, of course, other outlets as well. Fantastic. Any, um, any just last-minute thoughts about one thing we could do to put clarity in our lives just in general, something we could do every day? The, probably the first thing you can do that would improve everything you do is to stop and ask, what are we trying to accomplish? That's a good what point. What specifically are we trying to accomplish in the next hour, in the next day, in the next week, whatever you're talking about, whatever the situation. But everyone should get on that same page. And, and even if you're alone and working by yourself at your desk, instead of thinking, well, gee, I should be working on this, wait a minute, what needs to be done at the end of this next hour? That's perfect. Thank you so much. We've been here with Ann Latham. Again, she's the founder of the consulting firm Uncommon Clarity and the author of The Clarity Papers, The Executive Guides to Clear Thinking and Better, Faster Results. So thank you, Ann, for being clear on what we need to do next and giving thank some clarity you, Linda. to it. It's been, it's been fun. Okay. This is Linda Popke. Until next time, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership.
We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by Leverage2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.leverage2market.com.